You're now tuned in to the motherfucking greatest. Politics. The premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. I'm the information trafficker. Got you. The connect. Today, I'm going to plug you in to a little series I've seen on Showtime called The Loudest Voice. Basically about how Fox News came to be what it is today. Thanks to Rupert Murdoch and Roger Ayers. Specifically Roger Ayers. A dude who came from CNBC and had sexual um, harassment allegations even then. But... Let's run down some bullet points of the type of shit he was on. He put ratings above all else, including patriotism, integrity, morals, values. He made a pact with Karl Rove to help the Bush administration sell the Iraq war. And he even wrote speeches for Bush. He monitored emails by the staff installed a CCTV system to watch rooms around Fox and his home at the same time from his office. He hired private investigators to keep an eye on not only his employees and staff, but also competitors. He crushed any and all dissent in the office at all. And in his mind, it was always Fox News versus the rest of Roger Ailes Corporation. They felt that they were an army unto themselves, and I, and I mean that, I don't want to say literally, but he definitely had some, 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 some delusional issues. He definitely helped give birth to Trump. Another thing he did, he specifically undermined the Democratic talent that they would have on the shows. For instance, back when they used to have, uh, it used to be, if you watch Fox News at all, it used to actually be Hannity and Combs. And Combs would be the Democrat, and he would give the Democratic version of it. And what I learned from watching this show, that from the beginning of that, he was trying to shit on Combs and tilted towards Republicans, even as he was starting off with the fair and balanced mantra. He consulted Republicans and conservatives in secret while they looked looked in the camera and said that they were fair and balanced. That's something to keep in mind. Also, like, when he was introduced to News Corp's second biggest shareholder, who was Prince Al Walid bin Talal, he said, I'm just glad you didn't hit any buildings on the way in. This was a little while after 9 11. Because Roger Ailes felt it was Fox News' mission 
to stand up for America and to help the American people realize that we needed to take the fight to these Muslims and kill them in the holes that they were in. This is the type of language he was using back then. He was a prepper, which means he had a cement basement room with supplies just in case anything was to happen. Like, because he and his wife believed that it was possible that the people that hated America specifically hated them for what Fox News was doing to bring America up. The delusions of grandeur was incredible. And they were basically turning their pundits into human shields for Republicans. They're like Fox bots. And now they just went triple time with Trump. You feel it? But I would be remiss if we didn't talk about how Republicans, the party of family values, supported by Fox News, which is supposed to be the network of America, was rampant, rampant with sexual harassment, sexual abuse. I mean, the type of things that Roger Ailes was doing, the man was disgusting. Some of the women that left due to him, Megyn Kelly, Andrea Tanteros, Gretchen Carlson, Lisa Webb, Julia Huddy, Allison Kimrati, and, and to be honest, the only one of them that's still in the media is Allison Kimrati, Kimrati, and she's on CNN. During the show, during the series, they're showing when some of the women finally admit to what happened because they have to go, they have to somehow secretly talk to someone, to the people being, doing the interview and say, we can't talk freely in here because Roger Ailes has every, has cameras everywhere and all the rooms are back. This was the environment they lived in. I'm sorry, this is the environment they worked in. This is the same network who prides itself on mocking safe spaces. One of the young girls who was interviewed said, Roger Ailes would randomly pull his dick out whenever, and that it looked like raw hamburger meat. Yo almost dies, motherfucker nasty as hell. These are the kind of people that are forcing themselves on these young women while, they, while they're giving this air of patriotism, love of country, love of man, woman, and child, of America, and of its values and its morals. You gotta catch this show, man. It shows you the direct link from Fox News, specifically Roger Ailes, to how we got Trump. Trump ain't an aberration. He was born from being a casual observer of politics who watches Fox, took the shiny objects 
Fox pundits hardboard and created Trumpism. Yo, if you get a chance, man, make sure you check this, this, this show because it really gives you the ins and outs and the little nuances of how Fox News is a propaganda machine. And so much so that they will and have done all kinds of deplorable things to keep that machine going. And this idea of America and patriotism that they sell to their low information viewers, they know it's a lie. They know it's a lie. And that's why Roger Ailes felt like he had to be the loudest voice in the room. Because he felt if you were the loudest, it didn't matter what you were saying, everybody was listening. Look at Hannity. Look at Glenn Beck. Look at Bill O'Reilly. Look at Lou Dobbs. Look at Laura Ingram. Look at Tucker Carlson. These people are loud, misinformed, useful idiots. Currently passing on Russian propaganda through all sorts of platforms, even outside of Fox. Yeah, man. Loudest voice, though. Get your get right and check that shit out, man. Be a full, a, a, a full idea how we got where we at right now. It ain't luck. All this shit was planned. There ain't no mystery, guy. You just gotta do the one. Politics. The premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. One.